Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of In Focus. I'm Maddie Mosley, alongside Bailey Grant and Jessica Bertram. We'll have episodes every other week exploring various genres of music. You know, we will also interview local artists and take a deeper dive into the Arizona music industry. This episode, we'll be focusing on a musician who falls into the genre of Americana, and whom you also may recognize from a popular TV show. Jessica and Bailey here, and we got the chance to sit down with Blaine Long and his wife, Joni, who happens to be his manager. We were at his 10th album release party, which took place at Cactus Jack's. You may recognize him from season 11 of The Voice. So keep listening to learn about his experience and about his new album. Just a handful of nickels and What can you tell us about this 10th album? It's a pretty personal, selfish record. What else here? It's the 10th one, so it's it's nothing new, but I still feel like I'm figuring it out big time. A lot of lessons. A lot of the songs have to do with being on The Voice, maybe three or four tops. So just kind of regurgitating that back up. Do you have any advice from The Voice that you kind of interpreted into this 10th album? You know, The Voice thing is really touchy. I'm really grateful to have that on my resume. And that's weird to say resume when you're a musician. But... I didn't believe in the voice before this. I think it's horrible for musicians. I think it's horrible for listeners. But I got lucky and I got on the show. Through my last record label, they got me a private audition to go on, and I never thought I'd make it. And then I did. And I was like, well, this is a great opportunity, but I don't like anything about it. So, like, you don't get coached, really. You learn a lot if you just have your eyes open, your ears open. But you learn from more more of the other musicians there is what I'd say. And I don't want to seem ungrateful at all because I did learn a lot, but it was two months away from my wife and kids, and that was just not fun. And they don't tell you anything, you know. So you get there and they give you a number i was number 22 so like at first you're like okay well just you know this is, must be the first couple days like no you're 22 until you know so you're not and um, i thought that was weird and then so like i have a song called i got a name so that's that's kind of response to that a little bit and, but it's just weird it's in the industry they always say like lead singers are the worst and we are like we have the biggest egos we think we know the most we don't we try to control the band with the drummer should control the band you know so it's all those things so imagine like a summer camp filled with lead singers like a lot of egos so it was really hard to be there especially being an old grumpy guy like it was just like are you kids yeah you know so I, I don't know if that answered your question but nothing to really learn but definitely I did soak up a lot and it changed me hopefully for the better but you know I'm a little more guarded a little grumpier but I'm also a little wiser and I'd like to think more compassionate too you know about the process so that definitely went into this 10th album and that growth absolutely yes yes a lot a lot from the, the experiences on the record for sure yeah absolutely so what's something different about this album from your other nine albums? This one was, was, I worked with a producer on this one, and I've done that in the past, but this one I really, um, I let go. And I've always been real easy to let go. I don't know if that's because I'm lazy or, you know, uh, when I was in a band years and years ago as a kid, I was in a band and that was definitely like a marriage, and it wasn't a good marriage. You know, I still love those guys, but the industry was real different then. So when that broke up, I felt like I'll never do that again. And then you'd, but when we made records, I guess, as, as that band, it was five producers in the studio, which is a horrible idea. Everybody's a drummer. So I learned just get your hands off, even if we go the wrong way. Well, you can pull the plug on the wrong way, but you still need you need a direction. If you don't 100% agree with it, you need to just kind of choose your guy and go, he's my producer. I like everything that he does. I have some freedoms to say no, but for the most part, I want him to do what he does or she. And this guy, I let go. We have an opera lady singing at the end of a song, and she just killed it. Rather than a guitar solo out, we just we heard opera singing. So whatever we heard, we kind of went for, from a horn section to you know, just anything crazy, just hitting a garbage can. Like, we need that sound, so let's do that, and let's not 
not dial it up on the computer. Let's make it. So it's, it's an Americana uh, record, but it's got elements of rock, which, you know, on The Voice, I got number two on the rock charts, which is silly because I'm not rock. I'll take it, just like being on The Voice. I'll take it. It sure feels good when you're there and to get the attention, but I don't think I belonged on The Voice. I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it was rock. But so on the on this song, on this record, like I haven't, I haven't rocked in a long time. <laughs> I'm an old guy now, but this one we did. We brought that back up and said, we got to do some of that. So it was time to mix in a lot of things. But um, there's rock, there's uh, Americana, very little country, what people would think consider country because I'm trying to get away from that. The reason why I picked Blake was the only thing they edited out of the interview. So that, you know, it's like, so now they're like, ah, you're Blake guy, you're, you're country. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm not country. But there are definitely elements of country in my music. So we're at your 10th album release at Cactus Jacks. So what can you tell us about what's going to go on tonight? What we're going to do tonight, we're just going to kind of go through a best of, kind of, you know, I think three songs from the new record, and then just try to hold it together and not mess up. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, that's it. That's all that's in my head is don't screw up too bad, you know. Recover. Screw up that you can recover from, yeah. And how many people are you expecting tonight? Not a whole lot, but for me, it feels like a bunch. Maybe around 150, like honestly, that's and that's pretty good for me. I've been a local, just acoustic little guy, so trying to get this, the noise and stuff. Anything more than 50, and I'm happy. So after coming home from The Voice, did you notice any new fans coming to your shows? Uh, a whole bunch of new fans uh, for a minute, you know, for a couple weeks, two, three weeks, a month maybe. It got silly for a minute, but you just roll with it because it's part of it. You, you literally, I, I literally signed up for it, so here we go. But there's a lot of music fans, and then there's a lot of The Voice fans. And since I didn't jive with The Voice, I felt like I was lying to them. A lot of the show, a lot of people just, they get very good at lying or at least not telling the truth. And I didn't get, like, the memo saying, like, this is what we say. And I'd honestly be okay with that. Like, okay, this is what we say, whatever. So I didn't know, you know. So I kind of felt the same way with the fans afterwards. You know, I was like, well, I should be honest. I mean, that's what we do. Every fan that's coming tonight I have a relationship with because I've been playing here for 10 years. You don't want to lie to people. So getting the new fans from The Voice, it was great, and you did. But they fell to the side pretty fast. How is the process different from your first album to the 10th album? Industry-wise, I don't know. It's it's for me. It's 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 really personal. I just love making records. I love having a theme in life, and those songs collect. And they for me, they just come to me. I know it's time to sit down and write, so I'll write a little bit, put them away, record it with my phone, put it away. When it's time to make a record, I'll talk to a producer or myself, and I'll bring them out and listen to them and go, are they good or bad? And sometimes I'll be playing some out live. You know, they'll stick, and I'll actually remember the lyrics, and I'll be able to do it live, which I have a horrible memory. So the process hasn't changed in the fact that I'm still excited about it. With this album, like, what is your message that you're trying to convey to your listeners? Like, what are you hoping that they interpret from this? I don't think there's really a message. I think you just want to share what happened to you. You know, I see zippers and, you know, I see, you know, uneven sidewalks and I see stuff like that. And I see my kids and I did happen to go onto The Voice, which was insane for me. You just want to repeat those things that are daily. You want people to go, oh, I've thought about that. You know, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I've done that too. You want connection that way, so. You said that you had a song on this album that kind of talks about your experience during that time on The Voice, right? Yeah, there are um, a couple records. There's one, Earthquake Weather, and that's just basically about walking around in Burbank or Studio City, whatever it is, with, like, all these other lead singers. And it's a very strange, unnatural thing to do with cameras on you and wardrobe people and craft services and it's it's too much it's a lot of weirdness so there's a lot of songs about that and like hollywood and la and we're gonna be so big dude a lot of there's a lot of backslapping you know and you can't help but to believe it even though like me i'm old i know it's not true like i would love for it to be true i need it to be true but it's not gonna you know come on i mean look at me <laughs> like and then you hear other music and you're like it's it's a very different market you know i'm an ugly old guy so it's like dude there's no i'm not gonna be a star but hopefully i can 
further myself. So there's that song, Earthquake Weather. There's a song called Down, and that's, you know, right before the battle. I got into it with Blake, and I didn't know we were getting into it, and I didn't say I love you back to him. And he's, Blaine, you don't love me? You know, and I was like, I don't, I don't know you. Like, it got weird, and then, oh, go to your battle. You know, and he goes, okay. You know, as he's walking away, he kind of lifted an eyebrow, okay. Like, you're going to lose, and that's why. Like, even though he doesn't decide, there's no way he decides. It's all producers. So that song is directly about that of, like, I know I'm going to lose this, and that's okay. Like, I'm happy to go home, but I'm still the guy losing in front of my kids, in front of 30 million people. Another one called Blue Rose, and there's, like, a line in the chorus, something like, uh, don't wait till Monday, it'll happen someday. When you leave this show, they, they tell you, we could choose not to ever show you existed. You know, as you leave, you get psych eval, and the psychologist, you know, kind of looked at me, and I was smiling. Right after I got, you know, kicked off the show, and he's like, you're good, get on to the next room. And then I go to the lawyer room, and they say, you know, we could just, we could choose to never show you. If it works out for us better, two months of your life is gone for nothing. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to get aired. You don't know what they're going to show about you. They have complete control of you, and it's really scary so my wife and i would freak out the show doesn't tell you you're going to air today they show oh, advertise advertise tell everyone it, it could be tonight then it could be tonight so you don't know when it's going to be so then you're just like well are they even to show me do i look like a jerk telling everyone to watch the show and for me it was i was like on the last one for the blinds and i was on the blast for you know so it's just is it going to happen well don't worry you know because that, that really was a lot of stress in our little our little house you know are they going to show us, you know, are they going to show my wife, my kids, me tonight? Or is it going to help our career? Is it not? Was it all for nothing? So that, that song's kind of, it's directly about that. So I was um, talking back and forth with your wife, and she mentioned how you do this as a career. This is how you bring in money. Yeah. Can you just kind of explain how that works? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, how do I make, you know, it's the weirdest thing I still haven't figured it out. I'm 41. You know, I get uglier. I still make songs up in my bedroom and I bring them out. And that's what I do. That's, I make up, eh, those words sound cool. Eh, these chords sound cool. Like, it's really just, it's the dumbest thing in the world. But I believe in it. I, I write songs and then I record them and I book shows. And now people just, I, I've been doing it for so long. I get phone calls and next foot in front of the other foot in front, you know, then it's just like, oh. So that was the voice even like, well, you got an audition for the voice. Oh, okay. You know, so a door opens, you go through, make sure that you can get right back out if you can i mean that's the whole idea but a lot of doors just keep opening and i keep going through them and now i'm 41 and i'm getting older and here we are what song on your new album means the most to you scorpio the title track is the most personal i still haven't figured that one out yet earthquake weather is probably my my favorite as far as just being fun and i got to say a lot of i think i captured to me in my little language i captured the whole bunch of lead singers in hollywood walking around together blue rose is probably really important to my wife Silver and gold is for my kids, so I don't, I couldn't just tell you one. So, yeah, those are from my, my babies. Yeah. We'd like to thank Blaine Long for joining us on In Focus. Connect with him on social media or his website, blainelong.com. In Focus is a podcast produced with Cronkite News in association with Arizona PBS. I'm Jessica Bertram alongside Maddie Mosley and Bailey Grant. Our opening song is Take You Home Tonight by Vibe Tracks, and our closing song is Scarlet Fire by Otis McDonald. <laughs>